Welcome to the MHI Cast, the show where we talk to the industry's best minds to uncover their supply chain stories. We explore real world case studies and get unique perspectives on key trends and emerging technologies from every corner of the material handling, logistics, and supply chain space. Each year, MHI and Deloitte Consulting collaborate to produce the MHI Annual Industry Report, which offers a comprehensive overview of industry trends, perspectives, and of course, case studies. For this special episode of the MHI cast, we'll speak with several guests to delve deeper into the 2023 version of the report. This year, the report had a massive, massive turnout for the survey. In fact, more than 2,000 manufacturing and supply chain industry leaders participated in the survey. This year, 83% of participants were executives, 74% reported annual sales over $50 million, and 8% reported sales over a billion dollars. To speak about this and much more, we first have John Paxton, MHI's very own CEO. John, welcome and thanks for being with us. You know, as we head deeper into 2023, there are still challenges in the supply chain in the aftermath of the pandemic. Could you tell us, please, about the theme for this year's report and why that theme was chosen? This year's report titled Responsible Supply Chain, Transparency and Sustainability and the Business Case. What we're seeing now is the need for end-to-end transparency in supply chain and having the digital view of how your supply chain is progressing And then as you build that digital view, you can also build that data into sustainability to be able to monitor your sustainability and then be able to improve along the metrics that you're able to build out with the transparency. From the annual industry report, 48% of the companies said that they were seeing increased focus and increased pressure on sustainability and on the idea of how do we become more sustainable. So building off of that, companies are needing to build the processes in to measure where they are and where they're going forward. One key finding was that 74% of the survey participants said that they are increasing investment. And if you recall, last year, our report was the evolution to revolution. And there we saw the big investment. And this year, the 74% is actually 10% higher than the previous annual report. So people are still investing in the technologies. And then the sustainability piece also came out as a clear data point in the survey. Wow, you know, it's very significant that companies are realizing the importance of transparency and sustainability in their supply chains and, of course, taking action. 48% are seeing increased uh, influence to adopt sustainable supply chains. 37% are supporting their suppliers towards sustainability. And so all of this is to say that it's encouraging to hear that companies recognize the importance of sustainability and that it's becoming a crucial part of the future business planning. So with all that said, how do you see supply chains moving toward more sustainable operations in the future? A sustainable supply chain is one that knows their data points and continuously improves upon those data points, but also a supply chain that has a circular view. And the idea behind that is not only knowing what happens to your product when it arrives at your customer, but then what happens to it afterwards. What happens to it from a recycling, a repurposing, a reusing perspective so that you have that full circular view of the supply chain. That's what's really a sustainable supply chain if you can get to that stage. In fact, 13% are currently changing their structure to enable a circular supply chain. But do enlighten us on you know, some key metrics that need to be measured and improved on in order to move forward with net zero emissions. 
A key part is to start the metrics, start now. And there's three different types of metrics. Scope one is what happens within your facilities. Scope two is the energy that you consume to make your products in your facilities. And then scope three, which is the hardest one, is actually all of your suppliers and their climate footprint, their footprint in the sustainability world. So measuring those and then involving your suppliers and collaborating with them so that you can get their data and feed it in so you know exactly where you stand in the supply chain. That's right. And as we all know, actionable data is key. And according to the annual industry report, companies increasingly recognize the need for end-to-end transparency and sustainability in the supply chain. So, John, this is all amazing. Thank you for the insights on building a sustainable supply chain. It truly is eye-opening. Now joining us to talk a bit more about the annual industry report and some trends contained inside it is Wanda Johnson. Wanda is Specialist Leader of Supply Chain and Network Operations from the co-creators of the report, Deloitte Consulting. Wanda, thanks for being with us. Uh, The first question is, what key finding did you find most surprising in the report? One of them, which was um, really surprising for me, is electrification. That is an area I'm just going to be honest with whoever's listening. It's not my expertise, but it's actually more of thinking about how you save energy within your supply chain. But now also, it's the focus on the development of our suppliers and sustainability. And then the other one of the key findings is looking at the development and the focus on your, within your company on adoption of sustainability. It seems that to achieve sustainability, innovation will need to go hand in hand. So what are some of the key trends in innovation and technology that the report highlights and how are companies incorporating these trends into their sustainability efforts? Some of the trends are innovation, and let's break that down. Let's think about investment and more innovation, investment in technology. The other ones, it's about 11 of them, so I won't go through all of them. And you can really go through the report to find out more information. But one, it's how do we actually look at AI, artificial intelligence, blockchain. But as you break it down, we start looking at wearables, um, blockchain, but some of those are the main ones. In fact, 74% of the survey respondents reported that they were increasing the budget or technology for innovative technology. Personally, I was at Promat 2023 and I was just astounded by the amazing lineup of future tech that in some cases has already been developed. So what, what do you think caused the shift in prioritization from robotics and automation to artificial intelligence in recent years? And how do you think uh, companies can use the data collected to improve their supply chain effectiveness? Over the last couple of years, when we start looking at all this data, artificial intelligence was down below. Robotics and automation was really at the top. Now, a lot of people want to look at AI because now you're collecting all this data. If you think about in the last couple of years after COVID, people start realizing, hey, the risk of disruption was actually because of the data that they did not have. So now they collected all this data. Now, how do you use that data and not to be more effective in your supply chain? So how do you see these trends impacting the industry? Uh, one is those trends going to impact um, your talent. It's going to impact your hiring. And then also it's going to impact your customer experience. So now you really need to think about that customer experience using that data and all the things that now we're starting to collect more of and understanding that and how do we actually use that effectively. Because you can get all this data, you can get all this information, you can use robotics, you can have all of that. But if you don't have a responsible supply chain, whether you're transparent with this information, it may not be successful. 
Yes, and to add to that, about 52% reported customer demands for customization. And to combine your point on technology with talent, 27% are changing organizational structure incentives to create an innovation culture. So it seems like the supply chain will continue to be faced with both workforce pressures and customer demands. How do you think that continued workforce shortages will affect the industry? One, um, our talent that we had of the prior, um, all this automation, now we need to start looking at how do we upskill, how do we reskill this talent? So one of the biggest challenges they're gonna have is dealing with taking this talent now and reskilling them to be more effective in its workforce. And we have to think about when they start working side by side with robots or side by side with um, new technology, you're thinking about safety and other information that they need to be trained on, retrained. Of course, your workforce is your greatest asset. And 41% of survey respondents say they're reskilling or training workers for future technologies. Wanda, thank you so much for sharing valuable insights on the report findings. Your expertise has provided, obviously, a lot of information that uh, we can take back. Appreciate you. Our third speaker is the Chief Product Supply Chain Officer at Unilever, Bishwarajan Sen, or Bish for, for short. Bish, thank you for joining us. Why don't we start by, by you please telling me what are some of the trends that have been identified and how are they currently being implemented at a commercial scale? So I think that the trends that have been identified are quite relevant and topical. And in many ways, the trends are actually happening as we speak at a commercial scale. So whether you talk about cloud, whether you talk about the levels of automation, if you talk about the uh, kinds of robotics that's been called out or sustainability, this is stuff that's already in play. This is not even a trend in the future. I guess the only big one where I think uh, there's still a lot more ground to be covered is uh, autonomous transportation. So within the confines of a known premise that's happening, on public roads, not yet. So I think that's the big next wave. In your opinion, what are the three challenges that you see as you know relevant in the industry and how do you think that they'll impact supply chains? So the first one is a near real-time connection across the end-to-end value chain. Uh, and I think that'll help create an exponential unlock across the chain. So imagine if instead of planning in weekly buckets, we were to plan 104 times a year or 208 times a year, the results are exponentially better. You need exponentially less inventory, you, need exp you can deliver exponentially better service, and you can do that at a much lower cost. So this new real-time part of it is, I think, super fascinating. The second challenge that I see being very relevant in going through the entirety of the industry is collaboration on data platforms for carbon footprints and sustainability. The scope three emissions will require collaboration, will require a partnership of the willing to come together to share data to allow us to drive action. So these are two big ones. The third one, which I think is very topical, is about what's the talent proposition for the industry going forward. And um, we are at a cusp. Some of the old constructs of talent in the industry are being challenged and will morph further and uh, it requires industry, academia, and individuals to come together to shape the future of the talent profile. What are some benefits of having a near real-time connection across the supply chain, and how can it improve the overall agility of the system? Starting from a near real-time signal from the shelf to that whole signal going right the way back to the suppliers, and the ability to orchestrate the supply chains in sync 
So that's, I think, one of the biggest uh, challenges. And I emphasize the part about being near real time because that cuts down the response time that makes the whole system much more agile. And that will then trump accuracy. So historically, the industry has been dependent on accuracy, but the ability to respond in near real time will take precedence over accuracy. Okay, so this move to end-to-end transparency and real-time decision-making will be a big change and a lot of collaboration up and down the chain. How does this kind of change happen? So I think the first part of it is, as industry, we need to recognize the weak signals of change that we see, build a coalition of the willing, and then orchestrate the change across the industry. Because the worst thing that industry can do at this point in time is to resist the change. And it's important to get the people who, there will always be some early movers. It's important to get the early adopters, the early movers together, and then lean into the change. What about emerging tech trends, such as robotics and AI? How do you see these things impacting future supply chains? Let me give you an example. When I started working, a typical organogram or an org chart, as it's called in many parts of the world, would have the names of humans or roles reporting into roles. As we speak today, we have a situation where we have an engine reporting into a human being. And that's a formal part of the org chart. I think we are possibly another 15, 20 years away from a state where a human reports into an engine, and that will happen when we can teach empathy to an algorithm or an engine. And it's in some ways an unnerving journey, but it's also a fascinating journey. Bish, I want to thank you so much for sharing your truly, truly insightful comments on behalf of MHI and the community. I think you've added a lot of value today, so appreciate you. I should also add that the MHI annual industry report had some really powerful findings this year that'll really, truly help move supply chains forward in the years to come. And all of that would not have been possible if it weren't for contributors just like Bish Sen, John Paxton, and of course, Wanda Johnson. And for you at home, listening or in your car or or in your office, listening to this installment of MHI Cast, we appreciate you for uh, dialing in and taking in this content, this special look at the 2023 annual industry report. If you want to learn more, head over to MHI.org to download your free copy today. And of course, stay tuned to MHI View so you never miss an episode. At MHI, we never stop exploring new opportunities to help you take your manufacturing and supply chain operations to the next level of success. Thanks for making us part of your professional development journey.